Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. You know, the weather's getting warmer, so I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. Quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from Quince. Ooh, Mm -hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking, I'm going to toot my own horn, effortlessly chic. Whether it's winter or or summer, they've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14-karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Hello and welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. Mm, I'm Kate Spencer. Mm, wow. Said with gusto. I'm just trying to psych myself up here, you know, get in the mood. Okay. All right. Get in the zone. Yes, exactly. You, you I get me. it. Well, I am Dory Shafrir. Um, and we're oh. not experts. No, Dory, we're not. But we are two friends who like to talk a lot about serums, and we are happy to be here today. We really are. And this is a mini episode where we hear from you. We share our comments and thoughts, and we answer your questions to the best of our ability. And you know, as we say, we're not experts. We are podcast hosts. And so we always encourage you to seek support first and foremost from a medical and or a mental health professional as needed. And if you'd like to reach us, you can call or text us at 781-591-0390. And you can email us at forever35podcast at gmail.com. 
And over on our website, forever35podcast.com, we've got links to everything we mentioned on our show. We're on Twitter at forever35pod, Instagram at forever35podcast. And there is, of course, the Forever 35 Facebook group. The password to join is Serums. And you can also get the Forever 35 newsletter in your inbox. Just visit forever35podcast.com slash newsletter. Indeed. I feel like I need, I just need to tell everyone that I kind of freak Kate out because I'm writing my next InStyle column right now, which should be out by the time this airs and we will link to it in the show notes. It's about foundation, like choosing a good foundation for when you're over 40. And so I had put one of the foundations on half of my face. (laughs) And we are on a video call. So our screens, when we do the podcast, (laughs) we have our heads are on either side of each other. So I have a nice shot of Dory's face in front of me. And at first, she didn't notice. And then once I pointed out, she cannot unsee it. Yeah, half of her face is foundationed. And the other half is not foundationed. And it's not... The, the video is a bit grainy. So it's it's not like I have like HD Dory on my screen. Sure, sure. But I Probably will say the that... Best. <laughs> or the worst. Okay, I would like okay. you in HD. I would take it. <laughs> but now there is like a very distinct line down half of your face and then yeah. the other side is also your face but i can mm-hmm. see the, Im- the the difference that the foundation has and it's yeah it's quite it's nice are wild. you naming it or is it a stay tuned sort of situation here um well i think people should check out my article okay linkity link yeah we'll link it up um anyway kate yo How's it going? I have one of those hard zits on my chin. Oh, I hate those. It's like, I don't even know. Speaking of video, you can't see it yet. That's, you know, when they're like, they're growing, but they're underground. Yes. I hate those. Oh, so the worst. In addition to them hurting, there's also the, the anticipation because you know that it's going to bloom at some point. It's it's under my chin, though, so it's kind of in an incognito spot, but I have no idea what it's going to look like when it grows into its full self. But it's annoying, and I can't stop rubbing it like a uh, good luck charm. This is when I find pimple patches to be useful. Oh, you know what? I have a bunch of the COSRX ones. I should put them on. Duh. Duh, duh, duh. Because, you know, I do, I do think they help to sort of draw out the those underground pimples a little bit, but also they prevent you from touching it. That's the most important thing. Yeah. Getting my germy fingers all over it. Yeah. It's so, you know, one thing we've talked about on this podcast before is how trends change and how we're kind of trying to keep up. Like a listener called in about how, you know, she spent her whole life trying not to have shiny, oily skin. And now like dewy skin is what is coveted. Mm -hmm. And I find it to be the same with like the star shaped pimple patches. How like I went to great lengths to exterminate or extinguish pimples and to mask the pimple. And now it's kind of like there's a, a pimple acceptance movement that is still hard for me to like wrap my head around, you know? Yeah. 
it's fascinating. Like there's less pimple shame. I mean, I used to go to bed with toothpaste on my face to get rid of these pimples. Mm. Did you ever do toothpaste on a pimple? You know, I never did toothpaste. I mean, don't re- I don't recommend it. I would not do it. Uh, well, Dory, today, you know, I was telling you my children are off school and we went to LACMA, Los Angeles County Museum of Art. Mm-hmm. And it was my first time being in a museum in so long. And though my children lasted but an hour, it was so wonderful to be in a museum again. I love museums. I love seeing art. I was so excited. It was so fantastic just to like, I don't know. It was just, it was, it just felt amazing. Um, to just get to be in that kind of space again. That's so nice. We went and saw the Obama's portrait tour, and then we looked at an exhibit called Black American Portraits. If you're in Los Angeles, highly recommend. It was fantastic. The exhibit was fantastic. Cool. I should go. Oh, have you seen the Obama portraits before? Mm-mm. Oh, they're amazing. I saw them in DC a couple of years ago, and I was, I cried. I don't, I I was so like overcome with emotion. I've never cried at art before. Wow. I don't know. There's a lot going on. (laughs) But I got, I got choked up and then my kids were like, are you going to cry? I was like, oh, I'm embarrassing them. Like that was why I think that's why they were asking because it was very crowded and I was like, all choked up. Oh my God. That's hilarious. Anyway, that's what we were up to. It was so, I don't know. Like, I hated seeing art as a kid. I never appreciated it. But now, Mm. now I love a museum. My mom, I'm sure they don't do this anymore, considering that this was probably almost 40 years ago. But the Museum of Fine Arts in Boston used to have a Friday drop-in program for kids. And that would just drop you off at a museum? Yeah. Like, they would... I would get dropped off and there was like a, a, you know, a a room, an education room and we would like meet there and then we would go look at something in the museum and then we would come back and like do painting or drawing or something. Oh, that's amazing. It was really cool. And you could just like show up. (sighs) Times have changed. Times have really changed. (laughs) Well, you have a fun cosmetic parenting update for us that... um, I'm obsessed with. Oh my <laughs> it God. rocked my okay. world today when you texted me this. All right. Let me just set the scene for everyone. So a couple months ago, and I, I, I believe I talked about this on, on this podcast. Did I not? That Yes, I believe you did. I believe I mentioned it. So uh, my son lost one of his front teeth in a playground mishap. And it was... It was probably more traumatic for me than it was for him, but you know, there's a lot of blood. We never found the tooth, but he he had a big old gap in his <laughs> front front teeth, and I was just like, "All right, I guess this is our this is his life for the next you know four and a half years until Aww. he gets a new front tooth." Um, a couple of days later, he went to his dentist, who took an X-ray. Matt took him to the dentist and like, I think Matt was pretty traumatized by that experience. Um, he said Henry was screaming and they like three people from the dentist's office, like held him down. And it was just like, well, but the dentist was like, 
basically was like looked like a clean kind of a clean break he didn't see any you know anything floating around and there was no fracture so okay everything's fine and so that's like part a (laughs) part b is he had a regular dental checkup coming up like last week and i was like you know what I didn't like his old dentist that much to begin with. And then the way Matt described this x-ray situation, I was just like, I think we need a new dentist. So I found a new dentist. I made an appointment. Simultaneously, in the last couple of weeks, a tooth has been growing where (laughs) Henry lost his tooth. And Matt and I were like, oh, shit, like his adult tooth is coming in. He's only two and a half. Like, this is going to mess up his, like, bite. Like, this is just going to be a nightmare. Um, But I was like, oh, you know, I have this new appointment. I'll just wait to ask him about it when we go in. So we go in. And I say to the dentist, you know, he this tooth had come out and it looks like his adult tooth is coming in. The dentist takes one look at it and he's like, that's not an adult tooth. That's a baby tooth. And I'm like, excuse me? And he's like, yeah, the tooth just like got pushed up into his gums. And I was like, again, excuse me? <laughs> like, what? That's a thing that can happen? And he's like, did you ever find the tooth? And I was like, no, we never found it. Like, we couldn't, we didn't find it at the playground. It never came out in his poop. Like, we were just like, okay, I guess, you know, tooth is gone. He's like, yeah, this, you know, it can happen sometimes. Um, it just gets like shoved up there. And this is the baby tooth. This is not an adult tooth. And I was like, I'm just like, are you kidding me? So then he took an x-ray and confirmed this is the baby tooth. I can see the, you know, the very immature adult tooth kind of, you know, behind it or whatever. And it's not damaged. And yeah, so, you know, this, it, Sometimes it takes a little longer for the tooth to start coming down, but like this is usually around when it'll start coming down. And I'm just like, what? Like, first of all, how did his old dentist miss this? (laughs) Is like my first question. (laughs) Great question. Second of all, like this kind of changes everything. (laughs) Yeah, your two year old son's not growing an adult tooth, first of all. First of all, my two-year-old son is not growing an adult tooth. Second of all, it sounds like the baby tooth is just going to come back. And he's not going to have a gap in his teeth <laughs> for like, four years. It's truly wild. It's very strange. I mean, teeth as a whole are bizarre. And this just confirms teeth are fucking weird teeth are weird teeth are weird i mean i didn't know a tooth could get shoved back up inside of you i mean i didn't either that wasn't (laughs) even like suggested by the previous dentist as a possibility (laughs) just like what were you looking at like (laughs) now i kind of wish we had gotten a second opinion kind of when it happened but i also am like well i don't know that that necessarily would have changed anything well you raise an interesting point though because we have been we've been considering second opinions in a conversation we've been having with a friend. And like, this is one of those weird things where it's like, when it comes to the medical, medical stuff, you kind of always 
trust. You just tr- trust. You just, you just trust. trust. And, uh, it's always interesting. Like it, it cannot ever hurt, especially it's not going to hurt a doctor's feelings. I have to remind myself this many yeah. times because I get yeah. so nervous and uncomfortable, but like, you know, no one's going to ever be a hundred percent every time in their work. So totally, totally. That's Oof. a good, that's a good way of framing it. Kate. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I, I like any time. I mean, I think I've talked about this, like my mom's doctor didn't catch her cancer and it was my mom called her doctor and like ripped her a new asshole after <laughs> she got diagnosed because she felt like she had been dismissed by the doctor a lot. Mm. And, um, yeah, but I mean, again, no, no uh, doctors are human, you know? They're not always going to get it right, or just so I can't hurt. I mean, I'm glad you went to this new dentist. I know, and you know, I'd been kind of thinking about getting a new dentist for Henry anyway, and then the whole X-ray debacle was kind of the straw that broke the camel's back. Yeah, and I'm just really glad that I like trusted my gut and went, you know, went and found another dentist because I I also like this dentist a lot more. Good. Well, I'm so. happy your son isn't growing an adult tooth at the age of two. <laughs> Me? <laughs> Wild. Too. A big, a big tooth just made its way into his mouth. I mean, I was just like, I didn't know that this could really happen like this young. Like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bodies are so, so weird. Even bodies, little bodies. Bodies are wild. All right. Well, let's take a little break, Dory, and we're going to come back with okay. some some listener messages and recos. We've got some fun stuff happening today. We do. All right, we'll be right back. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from quince. Ooh, mm-hmm. okay. It, it, like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I, I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic, whether it's winter toot, or toot, Kate. or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from thirty dollars. 
You got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. You know, Dory, we talk to a lot of really fantastic, intelligent people on this podcast But I don't know, maybe you're like us and you want to go even deeper. Mm, I'd love to go deeper. We like to go deep. And that's not only possible with today's sponsor, but also easy to accomplish on Masterclass. Every year I get really into the classes offered and the instructors offering them. Like I'm all over the place with the things that I like on Masterclass. But this year I am very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 lessons from Gloria Steinem. Okay. Now, they dissect issues women face in the U.S. and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday lives. Look, I majored in women and gender studies in college. So this is right up my alley. But even if you didn't, even if you're like, this is the first time I'm I hearing mean, those words. I would argue, especially if you didn't. Yes. Get into it with Masterclass because this is the year you can really learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Go from just talking about improving to actually doing the things you've been wanting to do with Masterclass. And it doesn't have to be redefining feminism with glorious Steinem. It can be gardening in your own garden or your yard or patio. It can be learning to cook Indian food or designing a space that you love. Masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors. So whether you want to master like negotiation with Chris Voss or think like a boss with Martha Stewart, or maybe capture your vision through photography with Petra Collins, Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with the world's best. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash F35. That's masterclass.com slash F35. Kate, I feel like we are like barreling into summer. It's happening so fast. It is. And I feel like also with summer just come more social events, there's weddings, there's nights out, it's vacations. I mean, like all the things happening in summer. And what I love is that Honey Love has just the right thing for all those events. Feel comfortable and confident this summer with Honey Love's best-selling Super Power Short. 
The Superpower Short Smooth shapes and lifts, giving you a flawless silhouette under any outfit with targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. Speaking of working with your bod, the crossover bra, which I'm wearing as we speak. I wear that thing every day. I do too. Uh, It's my favorite honey love piece. Let me, let me just tell you why. Yeah. Get into it. Do you want to tell me why? No, no. I was just (laughs) going to say like, I, I, I don't even need to wear it to events. I wear it like the event is every day of my life. Yes. That's such a good way of putting it. The bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires. And just like sidebar, I have put on some of my old underwire bras lately and been like, Oh God, like get this off of me. No, thank once you. you. Once you start wearing Honey Love, you're just like, no, not yep. going back. You see also, how it like, could be. Yes. Also, like summer sweat under those underwires is like, ugh, the worst. Now you don't have to worry about it. Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with Honey Love. Okay, we have returned. Shall I read this one? Yes, Since please. Since it is addressed to me. <laughs> essentially. Hi. After listening to the episode where Dory mentioned wanting books with more sex, I have to recommend The Idea of You by Robin Lee. This story about a divorced 40-year-old mom getting her groove back with a 20-year-old star of a One Direction style band has great sex scenes that will change the way you look at Harry Styles if you didn't already appreciate him. Hello. I have this. You should read it. I've read it. It's great. Okay. And you know what? I think of, uh, we get book recommendations a lot. This one has been recommended to us so many times. It feels like a real word of mouth hit. Interesting. Speaking of word of mouth books, and I talked about this already on Excellent Adventure. So apologies to those of you who have already heard this, but I feel called to mention it to our Forever 35 listeners. But uh, Kate and my, our mutual friend, Lila Cohen, who was a writer on Bridgerton, always has amazing book recommendations. And she recommended a book called Tuesday Mooney Talks to Ghosts. And the way she described it, like, kind of like Westin game inspired, set in Boston. I was like, this book sounds right up my alley. So I picked it up. It's so good. It's so good. I like devoured it in like a day and a half to the point where (laughs) Matt was like, what are you reading? Like you have not put your Kindle down. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Yeah. It's so great. I just loved it. Um, The broad strokes of the story are... A woman in her 30s who works in prospect researching for 
um, a thinly veiled mass general hospital <laughs> um, gets caught up in a game that a citywide like treasure hunt game that a deceased billionaire like bequeathed to the city. And it's just so smart and emotional and funny and fast paced. And it takes place in Boston and Brookline where I grew up like, Oh, even better. It's just, uh, it's just so good. And it came out a couple years ago. I had not heard of it until Lila mentioned it. And I would love for more people to read this book because it really brought me a lot of joy. Okay. I'm going to add it to my TBR. (gasps) Yes. This sounds great. It's so great. It's it seems really like it's great. It's like not a, is it a mystery? Like suspense? It's not suspense. Okay. Did you read the Westing game as a kid? Like a million years ago, but I couldn't tell you what it was about. Okay. It's got like flavors of like from the mixed up files of Mrs. Basilie. Fr- like it's a caper kind oh, of. Oh, this sounds fun. Yeah. Okay. This sounds great. It's really, it's really, really fun. Um, so anyway, that is my word of mouth book suggestion. I love a word of mouth book suggestion. Okay. I'm very, very excited. I also, I DM'd the author on Twitter because I, she, she randomly follows me. And so I started following her and I DM'd her and I was like, I just have to like gush about your book. It is so wonderful. She <laughs> like, I never do that. Um, but. Anyway, she did write back. So that was fun. So nice. Um, all right. Let us move on. Okay. To another very important topic, which is a listener wants to know, do you know which red lipstick Taylor Swift has been wearing? Would love to try it. Love the pod. Well, look, I have been. Let's just take a moment to pause and reflect on all that Taylor Swift has given us lately. So we're coming off of Taylor Swift dropping her fantastic re-release of Taylor's version of the album Red. So she's everywhere in her signature red lipstick. And I also just want to point out, she has the best cat eye liner of any human being on earth. I'm obsessed with it. I want to be able to have mine look like hers. And she seems to only really wear, I mean, I'm sure there's more to it, but like her two main focuses of makeup are a red lip and a strong cat eye. And I just fucking love it. And I want to emulate it so badly. So I just Googled and actually I've been trying, I've been wondering this myself, like what is the color, right? So Mm -hmm. page six, not the most always the most reliable source, but this is, this is the most recent. There have been a lot of articles written in the last 10 years about Taylor Swift's preferred red lipstick color, but this was the most recent one. So this is the one I'm going to link. They claimed she likes Mac Ruby Woo, a legendary lip color, Mar, uh, Nars's velvet matte lip pencil in something called Dragon Girl. And then CoverGirl's Exhibitionist Lipstick in Hot. But I want to pose a theory. Because one time in my life... Yeah, one time in my life, I I had makeup done. 
Actually, I've had this done more than one time, but recently Dory and I had our makeup done by a really wonderful makeup artist here in Los Angeles, Toby Fleischman. And she gave me an amazing lip color, but it was like, it was like a, a chemistry experiment. Like she put together like 50 things on my <laughs> lips. And so I do feel like oftentimes when you see a celebrity, with a lip color, it's not one product. It's it's multiple, and thus it can never be copied. Wow. That's the end of my speech. Okay. Thank you, Kate. I mean... For those thoughts. <laughs> but, like, has seeing Taylor Swift with her red lips made you also want to have a big, strong red lip? Because it's, like, all I can think about right now it's her red lip is so perfectly done i agree i feel like i i find a red lip so hard to pull off uh, for myself i agree that when toby fleischman professional makeup artist did our makeup for our photo shoot she put like a deep red lip on me that i thought was really pretty i could never recreate that myself and when i have whenever i've tried to wear a red lip i feel like i just look garish and clownish and um yeah so like i have deep respect for taylor swift for pulling off this red lip but i i just don't think I could do it. That's it. I hear you, Dor. So that's where I'm at. I hear you. Um, I respect that position. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Shall we listen to a voicemail? Please. Okay. Oh, gosh. Every time. Okay. This is the second time I've done a voicemail ever. And it's each time that beep is so jarring. Okay. Anyway, I'm catching up on episodes and I just had to pause the September 13th episode talking about that little tidbit about um, how bath bombs are not great for vaginal health and a question that I'm, I'm too embarrassed to Google this, but I'm just wondering, because I love bath bombs so much, I wonder if you could shove a tampon in and still be able to enjoy the bath bombs. Like, I feel like this may be kind of a quaint, but maybe it's just wishful thinking. Anyway, what do you guys think? Any experts want to weigh in on how we can still enjoy bath bombs without uh, wrecking the cooch? All right. Thanks. Bye. I mean, I'm no doctor, but I'm going to file this one under wishful thinking. Yeah, yeah, a tampon is not like a plug. <laughs> it's a it's an absorbent. <laughs> you know, it's not like you're putting a bathtub plug in your <laughs> vagina. Here's here's what here's my understanding about bath bombs and and vaginas. It's going to depend on the person, right? So some of them have different things in their contents, you know, fragrances, chemical, whatever, anything like anything that you put in a bath is going to have this, whether it's a bath bomb or a bath oil, like anything can be an irritant. And so similar to like the douches of yesteryear, they can actually, all that stuff can actually cause irritation to your vagina. Now, it might not have that problem for everybody. So if you, dear listener, are enjoying your bath bombs and you're not itching and scratching or getting yeast infections, I think you're probably okay. 
What Kate said, sure. <laughs> I mean, again, yeah, we are not doctors. We're not gynecologists. Um, trust your body's reaction to it. And if you're feeling itchy, that is your body telling you to back off the bath bomb. But no, that the tampon, wearing a tampon in the bath to keep your vagina from experiencing the irritants of a bath bomb feels like an urban legend from like 1989. I think I don't, I wouldn't trust a tampon to do that. Yeah, I agree. Can I tell you a well, brief I'm anecdote? Glad we- Glad sorry. we cleared that up. Yeah. Um, I was sorry, what were you about, saying? I was going to say, can I tell you a brief anecdote? Oh, yes. Which just kind of tells you everything you need to know about life in a patriarchy. But I was um, with my like large group of friends for the first time in you know a million years and we were chatting and it came up that most of the men, all uh, straight cis men, I think, None of them had ever heard of toxic shock syndrome. Didn't know what? what it was. Didn't know it was real. Didn't know that you had to, that we were, have been conditioned to take tampons out after six hours. Like none, none of it. None of it. It just, it just is, would never even part of their life. And my girlfriends and I were like, we have spent the last fucking three decades in fear of talk of TSS, especially I think growing up in like the eighties and nineties, it was like, yeah, it was just always taught to us to be care. I mean, it was just, it was like mind boggling. Like we, we truly live on two different planets many times when it comes to this stuff. That's all. Yeah. I mean, and for anyone who's interested, you should look up, uh, Motasic's iconic, Oh my uh, god. Jezebel posts about leaving a tampon in unwittingly. <laughs> I think that was from like 2008. That's an iconic piece of, an of iconic literature. Piece yeah. of writing. Yeah. All right. We need to take another break okay. and we will be right back. You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it and how we love it. Because look, as I'm learning in my mid-40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad. They're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering creppiness, Dory. Mm, okay. Which is okay, I know. visible on my <sighs> neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, One Skin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like crappiness. And I'm not overly concerned with aesthetics, but like I do just want to keep my skin healthy as I age. Totally. I love their topical supplements. They really help your skin feel, I don't want to say younger, but just vibrant, Mm. refreshed. They combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting edge longevity science to literally create the world's most effective product to help with skin aging. I am particularly fond of their face topical supplement. It's essentially a moisturizer, but it has their Mm -hmm. proprietary OSO1 peptide to really help with all the parts of our skin that are exposed to environmental damage. You can use it on your face, your hands, your neck. I know here Mm -hmm. where we live, 
in Los Angeles, our hands, we're driving, that sun is coming at us at all times. One Skin believes the Amen. purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. They really create next level skincare. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and more importantly, acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, switching gears, as we love to do, we have a really great sunscreen recommendation. Hi, I'm a couple episodes behind, but I had to pause the pod for the listener that was asking for an SPF that was super moisturizing and kind of like a holy grail product because they found it. It's called Black Girl Sunscreen. You just buy the original. It's at Target. I think it's like $17 for a lot. It's one of the only sunscreens I've gone through that um, I've used the whole thing before getting tired of it. It is a chemical sunscreen, but it's super, super, super moisturizing. Like if you use a retinol on your skin, like it really adds in the moisture again. And it doesn't look super, super shiny either when you use it. Um, I have melanin, melanin, I have melanated skin and um, it does not leave any sort of white cast. So this is like an amazing, amazing holy grail product. I'm guessing that a lot of people who don't have melanated skin have probably completely passed it over, but it's amazing for this. Highly recommend. Okay. Love the pod. Bye. Great rack. Thank you for this rack. $16 at Target. Ulta Beauty. You can pick them up at either spot. I will be adding it to my my list, my next Target list, which is it's always a treat when I get to go into a Target these days. So putting it on, putting it on the list. Thank you, listener. Mm. Okay. All right. Well, um, we also have a very emotional listener response to Another listener who wrote, I can't believe if they, I can't remember if they wrote in or called in. I believe they wrote in and they just felt like they were in chaos. Everything in their life was in chaos. And so this listener um, had a reaction to that. Hi, Kat and Dora. This is the first time I have had to pause uh, to call in. Just listening to the episode where, um, a, another listener writes in about shame spiraling and hides behind their out-of-office email. And I have to say, I paused the pod and finished a good cry because I very much felt like I was listening to myself. So I just wanted to call in to tell this listener that you are not alone. You are just not alone. 
and you are probably doing so much better than you think. And you deserve all of the love that we all send you to get through the hard times you're going through right now. But you know what? You are doing an amazing job. And that's all I wanted to say. Thank you, Cat and Door, for the podcast. Thank you for this amazing community you've built. Um, I hope you have a great day. Oh, that voicemail mm. makes me cry every time I hear it. Mm. You're doing a great job. Yeah. We're doing better than we think we are, all of us. I mean, I just think especially now, that's such an important reminder. Like, I think it's easy to forget all of the external worldwide pressures that we feel because we've become almost like desensitized to them. Do you mean specifically during um, COVID or just like in general? I mean, I mostly mean COVID, but I also yeah. just mean the the rest of like the psychic weight that we are constantly carrying about like climate change and social justice and just like all these things that are always weighing on us that affect how we go about our day-to-day lives but because we've become so like inured to them we don't even realize how they're affecting us anymore but if you just like took a step back and you're like well you know you've been living in a global pandemic for a year and a half and you know just like if you really like thought about all these things you'd be like oh fuck (laughs) like yeah i am dealing with a lot of shit on a day-to-day basis that's just like part of the reality of the world that we live in yeah, I mean, I, I, I fear that like that is never going to get truly acknowledged and we're just going to like suck it up everybody and get back to normal and, and not acknowledge like the, uh, group trauma we've all been through. Kate, I and just it, acknowledged it. I acknowledged no, it for all of us, but not just, I mean, not here on this podcast. I mean, kind of in a universal space culturally. Mm. Well, and we are, I mean, but we are, we are the universal the, we are the, cultural the space. Culture. Yeah, that's so, true. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, I think that's a good reminder. And, you know, you also you just bring up a lot of stuff that um, I find is juxtaposed via social media by like everybody living these seemingly perfect lives that I can't figure quite out how they're doing it all, even though it's not none of it's true. And that only adds to the pile on that we put ourselves through. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Not easy. We're not set up to feel good. That's for sure. We're not set up to feel good. Ugh. Truer Look, words. Popping a tampon, popping a bath bomb, and getting that tub. <laughs> I took a bath last night, actually. Did you put anything in it? Like, do you put any oils I, or bombs or anything? I put some lavender scented Epsom salts in. Which was nice. I could use a bath. I could use a bath. Maybe we all could use a bath. Now that I know that's going to trigger my panic about climate change and water usage. So I've got to just roll that back. But a bath sounds nice. Yeah. Okay. Take a bath. Permission granted. It's bath time, everybody. <sighs> all, all right. right. Well, um, well Dory- we should, you know, we, sh- we should let our listeners know that we are off next week. And we'll be running reruns of the show. Yeah, we will miss you. But for our own mental health, we need to take the occasional time off from making a podcast. It's true. So 
we're gonna we're gonna pick out some episodes that are from the vault. So you oh. might find it fun to <laughs> listen to them again. Just what saying. a Taylor reference. I love it. Look, I'm here for all Taylor references. Swifty Shafrir. Okay. Um, all right. Well, we will talk to y'all in about a week and a half. See you in December. Mm, no, like at the end of December, basically, basically December. I just wanted to be clear to everyone about when we were going to be back. Look, I appreciate it. You, I, I I speak in sweeping terms and you've got the details covered. And I'm pedantic. All right. (laughs) Bye, everyone. (laughs) 